Hello, everyone. I'm Travis Terrell, and welcome to We Are Live. Eat shit, Travis! It'll be one of those mornings. Okay. We've recently right. opened up the studio to fans of the show. Hey, fans. Hang out. How would we feel about uh, getting some fans in here to sit on the couch on Friday? I think it'd be funny. Oh, okay. I kind of like that. Trust like, A trusted few. Uh, some OGers. Okay. If they're game to come in this early, go for it. I think, I, we love the I company. I think it'd be fun. We love the company. I'm game for it. $2,000 a seat. It's all okay, yours. Right no, here right. at midcoast.media right, on the green happen. couch. Oh, boy. Green for the money you give us to witness the mm. masterpiece we put together from 8 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday on YouTube and Facebook right here. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the channel Midcoast Media on YouTube. We've got a great show planned today. Angela Smith's going to stop by. Oh, yeah. In the second hour, she's going to play some dogs on film, and we'll probably talk some more uh, holiday season's greetings films. Now I see them everywhere. Yeah, they Now are. they're everywhere. My mom, I, 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 I talked to my mom. She's like, I just watched this Dolly Parton thing on Netflix. Did I miss that? Mm, it's on, Well, it's on Netflix. So they oh, it's on the Netflix. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm checking it out. Okay. Uh, uh, joining us, the uh, man who could be a young Chris Kringle. It's Chris Gardner. I like that. Hi, Chris. Hmm? Hmm? Chris, come on. I wish, I wish, I wish. Yeah, yeah. I wish, yeah. You wished it, Travis. Yeah, that's so awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to instate a uh, black t-shirt only rule. I saw myself yesterday with a shirt that fits me fine. I was like, ooh, looking a little, looking pretty chunky, Chris. You just switch it up. You go black t-shirt. You're like, damn, I'm uh I'm not. Uh, I'm not so disgusting. I don't own a black Can T-shirt. Yeah. Oh. I don't wear black. Mm-mm. Travis, sounds problematic. I don't like black as a color. Um, didn't to think wear. You could, I didn't think fashion you could, I didn't think you could see color. Fashion. You sure can see black, huh? Mm-hmm. I can. Mm-hmm. I can see white too. Uh huh. I prefer a white T-shirt to a black T-shirt. Okay. Um, that's just me though. Because you're for transparency. Sure. Then. Um, I wore a tuxedo a couple times. How'd that go? It was fine. But that's, I just, I don't think I look good in black. That's the thing. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Garzi. Good morning. Do it, do it, do it. To the walnuts. There it is. Put it up. Nuts on walls. In your face. Nuts on walls. W. In your face. Face. Where my walnut is at. How we doing, everybody? Walnutters. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Very good. You? Mm-hmm. I'm so happy to see you guys. Why? Yeah, you guys, why? it's the holiday season. You know, we're... I'm ending the stream now. We're going to... What are you doing? No, nothing. You guys look good. Mm-hmm. Chris, the hair. No. As usual, phenomenal. What are you up to? Guardsy, you and I have had some spirited, fun, educational debates and discussions of recent... On the air or off the air? Off the air? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't even remember some of them. That's okay. I do. Okay. And we had a valuable experience at the History Museum. Oh, that was fun. That was a good time. We're going to get you back there. Absolutely. You telling us the history of different items mm-hmm. in uh, the History Museum. Have you met Leota's Arch? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about him. Mm-hmm. He had a hook shot back in high school. Oh. And like it looks like an arch. Mm-hmm. Oh. See? And people was like, Dad, we are inspired to Go. move west. Hmm? To west. Why? It just inspired people to do westward expansion. Oh, that's how westward expansion happened. That's how it happened. And so when you, you did the arch, uh, they end up killing him, Leota's arch. 
Oh, really? Uh, but in his honor, they built the St. Louis Arch, which is now a symbol of the West. How do you spell Leotis? L-E-O-T-I-S? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Going to go ahead and make that uh, our topic for our watch party. Because I think, I've, I've asked him that que- exact question before. Leotis? Because there was another Leotis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who. Common name. It's like a... Like Steve in White America. Because I think Leotis is also like L-E-O-D-I-S, possibly. Right. There's a singer that went by Leotis. You got to stand up in it or something. Was I don't a lyric know about to that. Stand up in it? Yeah. Like stand up in. Uh, oh. Yeah. My friend, the angry cabbie, used to play that song in his car. We would call it. We called his car the Ambassador. Hmm. His big, big l- old luxury car. He would play what we call shit rock on in the, on the um, oh. on the on the radio. My stuff us. Oh, and, uh, like butt rock. It's just like oh, it's kind. Of, it's got a funky beat to it. Oh, but it's okay. also kind. Of, it's not necessarily the greatest music. Some of it. Oh, all right. But then some of it would be like Santana, Carlos Santana. Oh, never mind. Okay, we're talking. So about it's things. a combination. Um, but there's one by Leotis. I remember Leotis yelling out loud in the song. Um, you gotta stand up in it. Something you stand look. up in it. Yeah, that is very vivid. Let me look up the lyrics. To that, that is one. very vivid. You do that. I'll thank our friends at Snappy Bigman Coffee for ah. uh, being an ambassador to a uh, a good morning. A uh, Snappy Big Morning to you. Makes a great gift this uh, holiday season. Uh, okay, I was. Them out. I was wrong. Thank it's God. It's Theotis. Oh. Theotis easily stand up in it. Oh, but the lyrics are stand up in it. Yeah, oh my. but it's Theotis. That's very not not a very creative mom. If you had Theotis and Leotis, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but Chris and Dave. I mean, yeah, alphabetically uh, okay. uh, in order. Uh, the song goes, the lyrics. Now this song is going out to all of you players, wannabe players, wannabe pimps, Mac daddies, or whatever you call yourself. Well, you better get your game face on, because this old lady told me one time, she says, son, you men think you know what women want, but you don't. Oh. And then she went on to tell me a story, and it goes a little something like this. Oh, no. And then it, then it kind of gets a little groovy. Or okay. Oh, you want to be lovers. Gets, it kind of gets going like that. Okay, that's sweet. And then the lyrics are, there's something you need to know. Uh-huh. Now, this uh, this old lady told me a story a long time ago. She said, the Otis. Uh-huh. But the truth about the whole thing is, boy, they really don't. She said, I had a man who thought he was the world's greatest lover. But then you add his time up, he was just a five-minute brother. Oh. He used to lick it. Oh. Mm. Why, are, why are you doing this to us? He oh. used to stroke it. Oh, you know, one night we was making love. He said, this thing is so damn good. I want to put in my pipe and smoke it. What? She said, Theotis, you need to know that you can lick it. What? And you can stroke it. What? And you can kiss it. Oh. And you can eat it. Oh. But you ain't done a doggone thing until you stand up. And- oh, sweet mercy. You never heard that song? I Look. Bookmark that for me, please. Yeah. The Otis Easley stand up in it. I think I just found my next five minutes at stand up. We're going to talk about that. So what year did that, that song come out? I'll have to look that up. That can't. That so doesn't remember, sound like a. Remember, that does, gentlemen. That's like a. You got to stand up. Oh, sweet it. Jesus. By the way, see if we can get John Beebe to get a t shirt going with that. 
stand up in it. Yeah. You have you? What was the last time you heard that term? I don't know if I ever have. You've never heard of that term? Seventh grade PE. It's gotta have been. It's definitely seventh grade PE. Okay, I said easily. It's Fiotis Ely. Ely. Yeah. And the song came out when? Let's see. Uh, okay, oh wait, let's get a guess in. What what year are you thinking? Nineteen ninety-seven. Damn it! I'm gonna go eighty-six. Um, I'm trying to find that data right now. Those lyrics are very, I haven't heard that like, man, that is probably the crudest, funniest, Looks like honestly accurate, it's a 2000 song? 2004. Oh, 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 we got to find, we, oh boy. He's a southern soul music artist. Oh man. Gardner, since uh, this is important to you, we have a request from Royce in the comments, wants Uh to hear that song in storytelling form from you at a later date. Oh, why don't we get Keith Morrison to read those lyrics? Probably would. Probably not very busy. Hmm. Maybe Ted Simmons as Christopher Walken. Yeah, we can get someone to read those. Oh, you know who knows that? Sean knows that song. Good. I'll play it. I'm going to play oh, it on the Jesus. jukebox later oh, at no. the local watering hole. I think this that's is going to be thing to great do. and awful. Certainly will. Yeah, we'll listen to it after the show. Okay. Thanks. Appreciate that. I have like that is I and I man I feel like it's one of those things that has been outlawed banned from like the vernacular from the culture as they what, say stand up in yeah it? man I just you just don't hear that and there's a reason for it. it just sounds so okay we get it you know you ain't got to say another word I ain't got, okay got a point. Uh, I, got a point. I do want to real quick say thanks to Gateway Powder Coating for sponsoring the show, gatewaypowdercoat.com, for more information. Guys, if you need your wheels done up right, mm-hmm. don't say nothing but a word. Oh, you take it go. to Gateway Powder Coating. Go out and see Mark, Alex, and the fellas. They'll take care of you. They're in O'Fallon, but they're number one resource for powder coating in the Midwest. Again, gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information. Do we have a poll we need to get to? We have some yeah, results. Yeah, we have results from one that we had put out yesterday. It was in honor of Kirk Douglas' 103rd birthday. We asked, <laughs> would you want to live for 103 years, yes, 39%. No, 61%. So 61% are on my side. Hmm. That's a long time to be alive in whatever madman designed this creation. Pluses, minuses to both? So at 103, what? when is your checkout point? I don't know. Like if, you're, if 103 is too much, what's the threshold? I thought it was 38, but that was just a prediction. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 83, I'm going with. Mm. Man, but imagine being 83, still feeling okay, and be like, I, I, hey, whoa, hey, take it easy. Mm. Imagine that. If you're 83 and you live to 93 and you still have your faculties, that's 10 years. It Maybe it depends on you what change technology. change from 70 to 90? Yeah. It's 20 years. Well, what's the point? I'm saying you can impart wisdom. You to, tell stories what, about songs that you used to listen yeah, to. Yeah, but what's the point still? What's the point now? More. That's a good, very good question. All right. Everybody, slow down. What? All right. Calm down. You call calm down. What's the point? Yeah. To live. If you're not living, what are you doing? Get busy living or get busy dying. That's what my boy Red always used to say. Red who? I know a red. Speaking of red. Old black man? Mm, 
We all have one. Red and dying. Yeah. Yesterday, towards the end of the show, a cutic- I thought a cuticle, I-, I was ripping it out. Oh. And instead, it was like a root in my thumb. My thumb bled for like an hour after the show. Oh, but mid-show, there's just like blood no, spurting out onto my pants. It was I'm a like, mid-show. Mm. It was at the very end of the show. Because yeah. if people want to go back and watch the live stream, because I wasn't looking at Chris. <laughs> I was looking at the screen when this occurred. And when it did, Chris's body goes. And I'm like. Involuntary spasm. And it did it twice. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is Chris, I'm thinking. Like the look on his face, was, his eyes widened a little, and I'm like, "Well, something's wrong," and I don't know exactly what. I thought something might have fallen, and you caught it, mm. or something like that. I did not realize you were trying to rip your thumb off. Piece of thumb fell out. Yeah, yeah. But you can. See, I'm sure if you go back and look at the stream, you can see the moment it happened near the end of the show. So uh-huh. that was that. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah, self uh, self abuse. Yeah, relax. Yeah, it's the only way I can feel. Yeah, some. Did you need to mess with it during the show? So you had to probably you were trying to do two things. On things. Kept catching oh, on things. Gross. I was like, ow. I've had I was like, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll get this out of the way. And it was like you go to Wait. pull a weed and then all of a sudden you get oh, part of a tree. Of, yeah. 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 Take your time, man. It's like pulling a handkerchief from a clown. Yes. Get a utensil next right. time. Get one of those little clip clips. Right. A what? Clip clips. Do you use that? Yeah, clip do, clips. Do you take care of your cuticles? Yeah. Marlon Wayans one time called him out on the on the show that his nails were dirty. That was funny. Really, yeah, I was very upset at that. That was pretty funny. I think I, I do a pretty funny. good job with mine. Why well, wasn't it that funny? Well, that was rude. Well, maybe take better care of your cuticles. Well, he didn't Marlon know my situation at that time. Marlon Wayans, guy. I ain't talk bad about Marlon Wayans. Oh, you didn't like sex supplements on Netflix. I see. I could have gone on and talked about his shitty ass projects, but I didn't. Man, you really took it. It would have been funny if you went after Little Man uh, uh, right away or White Chicks. I'm sorry. I wish I could live off the legacy of my father's artwork, too. Oh, there he is. He's attacking Marlon Wayans. Just because of your fingernails? Marlon Wayans, if his last name wasn't Marlon Wayans, he wouldn't even have a job right well, now. Well, you said if his He'll last probably name, come back you said if his last name wasn't Marlon Wayans. You didn't have Wayans. him on the show, Marlon Wayans, you rude. So you should have just said if his last name wasn't Wayans because Marlon is not his last name. No, I'm just playing. I don't care. Oh, okay. But it was what, kind of what did he say about I just him? Just said, "Man, your nails dirty." I was like, "Bro, I just literally got here from the gym. Leave me alone." You got your fingernails dirty at the gym? Oh, you're sweating. That's, That's not gonna add up. <laughs> yeah. Huh? How do you think sweat works? Sweat picks up the oils, and when you're wiping your hands uh-huh. off the face. And you got dirt then? Because, yeah, because yeah, you got oil on your face. And that got, like, underneath? Was it underneath the nails? Why did it you was just under my hands. We were running in to Shock City to do a quick interview. We took the time out of our schedule <sighs> to sit down with Mr. Wayne to discuss his projects. Uh-huh. Oh, he's a nice guy. And you but show still, up with I dirty nails? Was, I just, just, that's, give me, like, you ain't got to call me out. You got to, like, I get it, though. I mean, it's, you know, he's Hollywood comic. types. He's, he's Hollywood types. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Hollywood types. I how it. many people have, have alluded to, types. how many times have people, Greg Fitzsimmons is one of my heroes and told me that my jacket didn't fit. But, but it didn't. Three minutes. It in. was different. Well, your fingers were disgusting, <laughs> well, too. Well, that's beside the point. <laughs> but he didn't say it to you on the air. Yes, he did. Oh. Uh. Fitz dog, and I rolled with it, and I was like, Fitz "Yeah, dog? Was, yeah, it's what he called. Oh, it's a joke." So he calls himself though, that. But that's different, though. You could have rolled with it. I did roll with it. You could have. I did roll with it, and I did roll with it. You could. I rolled with no, it in the moment. I rolled with said, it in the moment. What you should have said was, "Yeah, I just picked up a DVD copy of White Chicks, and they're filthy." Huh? Uh-huh. 
No. Yeah. No, well, yeah. I'm going to well, go back and watch this interview now. I'm going to see how you responded. I think we should put that on the channel. There's no video. Uh, it's audio. I could at least sure? listen to it. And we wouldn't have filmed, yeah. I could, I could listen to, uh, I can listen to your voice and tell. Yeah. You probably did one of the. But the what you just got uh, mad about it though. I like that. I ain't get mad about it. I'm just uh, saying if, if I'm gonna be called out, I'd rather be called out by more talented people. Marlon Wayans <laughs> is plenty talented to make fun of either of us. No, he's not. Why? I think he's because he's he did few, the Wayne's Brothers 20 years stuff, ago. Man. Don't drink your juice in the hood. Holds up. That's true. That is probably a forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It is. Uh, he what? had a few good. White chicks is really good. White is chicks it? is really good. I didn't see that. Well, what? Our friend white Heather McDonald really was good. in it. Well, yeah. what about white chicks? White chicks is really good. White face. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna make a show or a movie called Black Chicks. Yeah. I'm sorry, Marlon Wayans. Oh, he's kind of thinking. I didn't mean. Now, I didn't like, mean to. And he's sorry. You can't take no, care of your fingernails. No, because I made. I made a pledge to myself oh. not to go after uh, my African American artist. Oh. Because that's not fair. Because. You guys do enough of that. So, Marlon Wayne. Seems like you're the only like one in the apologize. room going after Yeah, we were I defending apologize. him. Yeah, I yeah. apologize, Marlon Wayne, for these folks turning me against you. Uh, <laughs> somebody else's fault now, huh? Uh, I do want to say that Yale Hollander can think of a, a pretty nice age to die. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I've got that one. Let's let Travis figure it out. I'm not trying to figure it out. I'm just going to go on with it. I'll say it one down. more time. I can think of a nice age to die. Nice. 69. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brown says, Tra Walt Travis couldn't think because he was so angry thinking about what Marlon Wayne said. About. <laughs> He's so sour about it. I'm He's not so sour, sour about it anymore. <laughs> He's so sour. Adam Carolla straight up asked me if I was on a lobster butter cleanse. <laughs> and I laughed Adam about Carolla it. Adam Carolla also said, thank you for calling me master. And did I get upset in the moment? No. You're mm. the only one who got upset about the nails thing. But I'm, but I, so I can't, but I, everybody knows I roll with it, right? Because I know I <laughs> yeah. roll with it, right? <laughs> Two years later, you don't seem like you're rolling. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hold on to anything. <laughs> Fuck my wins. <laughs> check, check Travis's uh, web you history. He goes and he purposely downrates everything Marlon Wayans <laughs> does every day. Let's see your Rotten Tomato <laughs> score now. <laughs> I got IMDb Pro. Yeah. I can make some noise. <laughs> Royce asking what we think about the sixth man. I wasn't terrible. Who was the white guy in the sixth man? It was, was your boy? It wasn't Spade, was it? No, who's the redheaded dude? Was we... it Rappaport? Yeah, wasn't it Matt Rappaport? Your Why boy? is he my boy? Oh, man. <laughs> dude, you know he <laughs> was accused of stalking his ex. Are you surprised? Have you seen Michael Rappaport's face? Stalking. Then again, You're, I kind of got a stocky face, too. I want to make sure this is the one. I got a stocky, Do I got the, a stocky face. Was the sixth? What was the sixth? Si yeah. Was Kadeem Hardison in that? Um, maybe. This is yes, well, he was. This and Marlon's a ghost. But that's the one Travis Ford, the Billikens head yes. coach, is in it. He plays in it? Like yeah. he's a player in it? He's Danny O'Grady. Nice. And he's a player? Uh, I can't remember. I know he's in the movie. We should Does he talk about it? Do you ask him about it? Uh, yeah, find, he's been asked about it before. Find out when the anniversary of Six Man is. When Marlon comes through again, we should unite the two of them. Let's see, release date. That should be your only question. March 28th, 1997, it was released. Damn it. Wait, Chris, do the math on that. Nah. 97? Oh. So that. What be, about it? I'm just saying, would it be a special anniversary? I'm just trying to see. If, who cares? Well, the reason why I care, because I want that to be Gardner's only question this year, he asked of Travis Ford, as being a part of the Billikens media. Well, if they make a... Uh... 
That's the only one question. Coach, Ooh, it's that's a, 20, a, that's a deep, that's a deep run in the madness to get to March 28th. Uh, it's filmed in Seattle. Really? I, I think Puget it would be. But am I right on the premise of the film? Uh, oh, yeah, he dies. see. Antoine well, I, Kenny but Tyler. But I think he or, dies, gets a heart attack off of alley-oop. Yeah, suddenly. <laughs> I think, am I, am I crazy? Am I remembering this film wrong? Well, when you say it like that, it sounds crazy. He gets a heart attack off an alley-oop. He does. He gets the alley-oop, but okay. he gets a heart attack. Uh, hold on. Let me read okay. this brief plot summary <laughs> with it. God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> it's a heart attack Welcome off of Welcome to the show where we talk about the sixth man and. Okay, Antoine and Kenny Tyler are NCAA college basketball players, and Antoine is the star of the team. Suddenly, Antoine dies of a heart attack, and Kenny has to fill his shoes as leader of the team. Sometime later, Antoine returns as a ghost and helps Kenny in-game and in life, but Kenny changes in the process and doesn't quite like it. Mm. So, yeah, Kenny is Marlon Wayne's. Antoine is Kadeem Hardison. I haven't thought of Kadeem Hardison in a while. And Travis Ford is Danny O'Grady. He's 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that ain't. Oh, 23 like Jordan. That ain't bad. <laughs> Maybe it was to honor Jordan. Yeah, that's what it was. I think so. That makes mm. sense. Huh. But there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marlon Wayne. David Paymer and Kevin Dunn are both in it. You would know David Paymer. He's Kevin Dunn million. sounds familiar. He's been in a lot. Yeah, this is... Uh, I'm sorry, Marlon. Mm-hmm. Forgive me. Yeah, you you were a little harsh. I was. I was angry. I'm sorry. Octavia Spencer's in it. At least you can admit it. I wasn't in the right place when he said those comments. So Why does it still bother Will you? Will Sasso is in it? Because I wasn't in the right place, and I wanted to be better for Marlon. That's what it was. Okay. And I wasn't. And I felt terrible. Cause I'm, I, you know, I'm a lot of things, but I try not to be unprofessional. <laughs> I feel like you. Okay. We'll so we don't want to okay. live to 103. Oh. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's, that's what we've decided. Uh, yeah. So we'll make sure. That's that our melee. Uh, I feel like uh, Tom Brown's right when he says this 23% feels high for the sixth man. Yeah, it probably is. Uh, you know I also. High? If you were 103 and made 324 million dollars, damn it! Mm. Ah. What's well, high? Travis. That's what you get for doing that. Yeah, Shit. I'm gonna start cutting him off <laughs> <laughs> with his abrupt, game-changing transitions. Oh, What's high, Uh Well, apparently, the checking account of one Garrett Cole. Oh, as you just mentioned, Chris, it has been reported that he will sign a nine-year. $324 million deal to become the ace of the New York Yankees. How do you do, kids? He's going to buy a big chain with that money. Oh, You know what? Good. Was it Garrett Cole yeah. who literally five seconds after the World Series, after the Nationals won, yes. officially became um, Team Garrett Cole? Yes. <laughs> Did you remember that? At the end, uh, Game 7, after the Nationals just blow away the Astros, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, they are interviewing the players uh, after the World Series. Astros had lost. And, uh, you know, everybody's still in their uniforms talking to the media. Oh, no, not Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole was already in a, a Scott Boris company hat. And was like, well, I'm, I can only officially speak for Garrett Cole. He yeah. no longer spoke for the Astros. 
He says, after that final pitch, that was it. He was officially free agent. Technically, he wasn't going to be one for a few more days, but in that moment, he was a free agent. Yeah. I like because that. I think, uh, I guess he saw the writings on the wall. He knew immediately, ah, this doesn't matter because daddy going to get paid no matter what. Nine, 324, that's holy Jesus. Reportedly had a huge offer from the Angels on the table as well. He is from Southern California, so I thought that's where he would end up just because you end up with that. He still could. Who knows? The Yankees could dump him after two years. But, boy, New York. six. You're the ace. It's the most pressured pressured ace in the game now. Yep. And this is different because this Yankees organization is on the cusp. So he's being brought in to put them officially over the top. Please. The last two seasons, the Yankees have gotten close. And look, this this may be the piece. So like, that's a lot of pressure. Ready 36 mil and then to be the guy that puts New York back in front. The lovely and talented Buster only. I believe he tweeted this Delightful out. Delightful gentleman. <clears throat> and, we, and you could figure it out quickly anyway. The, uh, the two contracts for Cole and Giancarlo Stanton. Just those two. Right. More than the entire Orioles payroll for 2019. 2020, sorry. Jesus. Two players. That's insane. It's it's an, it's only insane in the context that they deserve it. And, and it's insane because I just can't fathom that much money for any one position. But I guess in baseball. Let me check that. Because I think it's worthy... In basketball, baseball, there are too many other factors, too many other variables. Oh, oh, in basketball. Well, in basketball, one guy can uh. indeed change an attack. Paul George going to L.A. with Kawhi Leonard, those two teaming up, makes them the favorites. Garrett Cole, while the Yankees will be the favorites, it's, I mean, so much can happen in between their seasons that don't have anything to do with that individual oh. that can affect them getting to where they have to go. Money's got to go somewhere. He does have to go somewhere. You're well, right. I mean, the money does. Oh, well, you that's know what very I like? I like that last year was so effing horrible right. of an offseason, right. and it felt like there was a whole complete teardown happening. I was genuinely thinking maybe if they, if this offseason was as bad or worse as, as last season. And again, Bryce Harper still made a bunch of money last offseason. Machado, a bunch of money last right. offseason. My, I thought maybe there w- we'd start hearing about strike grumblings because of how the owners and management were controlling yeah. this. But maybe all they did was just recorrect the market somehow because they are shelling out money. But here's what the uh, in the top half. With there's, that being there's said, there's also half the league that's going to purposely tank and then ditch players when they get to be expensive. Right, too. and that's on-field performance. But then if you look at the revenue that these clubs are currently generating for themselves through these massive television deals, they're doing all right as well. So oh, yeah, that, so that I a, think so. I think that's kind of yeah. To your point, I think the players were like, "Hey, yeah, there should be more of a pie being cut for our better players because we know the revenue for these ball clubs, even markets like Kansas City and Minnesota. They're doing very well for themselves. So let's make sure you don't cut out the players. So I'm always pro player on this. So I'm happy for Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also I I would still be a little bit apprehensive uh, because it is pitching and. We've seen pitching over the years. It can quickly deteriorate. Uh, Max Scherzer being the outlier. But we know these guys at some point throughout these contracts have to have major surgery because of the innings they've thrown. And Garrett Cole isn't 
you know, necessarily a finesse guy. The guy throws hard. Mm -hmm. And so that's my only concern, putting so much I money think that's behind. that's built into it, though. You think so? I mean, it's the oh, Yankees. Yeah. The Yankees aren't going to miss it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they aren't going to. If there's an organization that can eat a contract, it's the Yankees. Like, if you sign a guy, a pitcher, to that long of a deal, you kind of assume maybe that that's the case. Okay. That's part of That's the, fine. Uh, yeah. And it's, part, and it's probably, and it's looking, I'm sure the Yankees did the math, and they said, ah, we've, we've gotten through the Randy Johnsons. We've gotten through the. Oh, for sure. You're seeing it now with Boston, you know, as, as David Price is rumored to maybe be coming to the Jacoby Cardinals. Ellsbury. Like, or, or they can eat those. Being traded somewhere. Yeah, like, David yeah. Price was a version of Garrett Cole a few years ago. So, you look at these contracts, and it's it's just part of the game. I know it's not easy for us to comprehend as far as the well, – how could you no, give no, that it, much it money? Makes sense. Well, have, here's how. They make way more than that. And then they have an opportunity to dominate this division for years to come. You know, the Red Sox are still trying to figure out what's going on with them. Uh, Mookie Betts could be gone here this time next year for the Red Sox. So I think the Yankees are saying, look, we have a great window in front of us right now for us to be able to attack and win this damn thing. Like they, you know, they know what they're going to also have to do to compete with the Astros. Um, and, and look, they, what a great move. Chief. Take, take that guy away from the Astros and put him on your team. So do, do moves like, um, smart play. A lot of money. Good for him. Again, we don't know what's going to happen in the, in the but the moves like uh, San Diego and and Philly, the Phillies are a better example. The moves like the Phillies made last year make you appreciate or annoyed with the Cardinals' approach. Oh man! Because you, here, then here. you look at it and you're like, that doesn't guarantee wins. I I see the Cardinals. Um, they're a smart organization, it's a very successful organization. I I think. I think what they want, while it may not always align with the fans, it doesn't mean they don't want the best. I, but it, you would like to see the Cardinals make that splash, but you understand fiscally why they don't. Because they can still get the same end result without having to fork over sucks, all that more money. It sucks money. being hyper-aware of everything. Yeah. Right? Because you're saying, oh, no, 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 but if you did a little more, then we could be have a way better chance of, of winning every well, they're year. Probably but thinking, then, but yeah. then you also see them developing the blocks around. Right. They're, they're thinking, thinking that, saying, oh, that's where they're using their money. And then, look, they did the math. They saw, look, we believe with if a guy steps up and a guy's supposed to perform the way he's supposed to perform, we shouldn't have to go out and spend 40 to $60 million more a year that would ultimately cut into our revenue when we're still going to end up with the same result. I, that's my thinking behind not being in the room. So... I think it's just frustrating from the fan point because you know they have the money. You know they could get them, uh, but it's a conscious decision not to because they're going to really roll the dice on Tommy Edmond. And, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. but you're thinking to yourself, you're crazy. There's Bryce, who is his Edmond guy. But at the same time, Bryce was sitting at home during the postseason. Tommy Edmond was coming through with big hits for the Cardinals to win a divisional series against a very good Atlanta Braves team. Our, uh, our, so friends, kinda, you know. our, our friend Greg Amsinger, Gardner's close personal friend, uh, mm -hmm. you golf with him when mm -hmm. he's home, elitist, mm -hmm. uh, says this as well. Royce is busy in the comments this morning. I love it. Cardinals won the Central and lost in the NLCS to the champs. This is how diehard St. Louis says it's not enough. I, and Greg Amsinger right. says it every single time we talk to him. It's so true. Yeah. But the problem is, or the good thing is, 
you need that level of care to get people to come out on a Tuesday night in August. That's, need... that, that was my other thing I'm curious about because you bring up a good point. Do you think the you know institutions like the Cardinals, they're misreading their fan base? How? In the sense of because something about the last few years, obviously missing the postseason does it. But something's changing in the water, I feel like, with the Cardinals fan base. People are getting, I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen a, a, the type of consternation right now in a fan base that's had success like the Cardinals have. Now, yeah, I understand that prior to this past season, they missed out on three consecutive postseasons. But even when they returned after a very good run towards the end of the year, great performances from Jack Flaherty, nearly stealing the Cy Young. Like, you got guys like Tommy Edmond that stepped up. Dax rounded his season into form. Yachty had clutch hits. Goldschmidt started to hit. Ozuna started to hit. And yet, it just, you got the vibe. You got the feeling that, huh. You kind of got that from the fan base. Well, a lot of what they were doing was oh, hope and they kind of got, there's some luck involved. Like, listen, where the bad stuff happened, the Wainwright season was completely unexpected. The fact that Yachty continues to produce at 403 years old, right. not expected. Maybe right. you could say expected out of him, but you can't keep expecting it. Right. Goldschmidt didn't have an MVP year, but then he kind of picked it back up. You have all, Matt Carpenter, worthless, a, a negative to your team. But you, didn't, but, but you but, didn't see that coming. But do like, you think it was? Do you think it was the everybody kept saying was it the Stanley Cup hangover, which I I really didn't buy into. But you're just getting this vibe recently. My overall point is that it feels like the community is very ho hum for the Cardinals. It's almost like yeah, I'm going to opening day. Oh yeah, the Cubs are in town. It but it just seems like there is not a lot of energy right now around this organization. It's like people are preordained as to how this offseason is going to go. Cardinals are going to be part of a lot of talks. They're going to be the maybe mystery team. They may sign a nice player that's good for the bullpen. They may make a decent trade that could be a minor upgrade. But other than that, we'll see you at winter warm-up. I think at the end of the day, it just kind of goes back to we're spoiled. You and, think so? Wow. Yeah, probably. I mean, realistically, we should be... We should have been over the moon and should be talking about the Paul Goldschmidt move for years last year. He's a big deal. The fact that Wainwright paid off was good. Like, there were exciting things that could happen. Jack Flaherty could be the Jack best Flaherty pitcher. One of the might best. make $400 million whenever yeah. his thing yeah. comes Yeah, up, so. I would imagine right now he's certainly enjoying what he's seeing right now. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I just feel like the vibe, the energy – there's this uneasiness right now with the organization. But this, and that's, that doesn't that say the Cardinals the standards that they've true, set, though, because... True. This is very true. So, they, yeah, maybe they don't go the extra mile. Uh, maybe. I don't know. They they probably look at it, they're like, uh, we created an entire uh, bar mall next to our place that people go and party at and hang out at and spend money But in some people also argue like, well, okay. I, I don't know. I think it just people aren't right now moved by the Cardinals. And I don't know, maybe it's, I don't, I feel like there's something missing. As, I, as compared to whom? Like, because Kansas City, Oakland, all these places that 
can be good, but you know they go. Uh, ben 10 Fred. Years ben Fred wrote about it uh, at the end of the season about how he said the energy at Bush, mm-hmm. and as Ben Fred's covered the team all year long, he always is, is basically at Bush, and so he said during the postseason there was a massive difference between Atlanta and St. Louis, a massive difference between St. Louis and D.C., like energy, the crowd rise, people being involved. There was a different energy. And I'm curious, that's usually never said about the quote-unquote best fans in baseball, but we saw a lot of empty seats in the postseason. Mind you, a lot of that had to do with start times, too. Sure. But I, you, I don't you know, saw, maybe we you are saw a lot of people, and that maybe that is, but I just think that's an unusual reason to also there to be a lull around the Cardinals at this point. I don't know. St. Louis is going through this eye transition about how they feel about their sports teams. Well, and it's you have enough people to be a big deal, but maybe not enough people to be too big deals. True. <laughs> Like so, honestly, like maybe the blues thing is part of that. Gardner, any thoughts? Not really. No. no. Just sitting it out. Uh nicest I, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> nicest fans in baseball really means boringest fans in baseball. They says are Tom that. Brown. They are that. And look, I've said before that the Cardinals can be very seasonless and we can tell by their concert decisions as to how that is the case. But um I, I I'm wondering if an organization this is representation of maybe what a lot of older corporate entities in this country are now do they not understand the the energy the landscape that's sort of changing with new consumers millennials if you will like there is a shift going on and people you know back in the day you'd be like all right i'll bite the bullet and spend a hundred dollars going out to bush now with tv deals comforts of your home beautiful 4k tv screens like i feel like you need to truly but get wouldn't involved the Cardinals, with the base to truly get folks to come out and enjoy your product. Like wouldn't you the have Cardinals to truly say, like, we, we do that? I don't know. I, I, think know, they, I know what you're talking about, but then if I'm the Cardinals, I'm like, I think they've, they've, tried, some like, things. Dude, I think they've tried some things. You're right. Yeah. I don't think you can be perfect. And I don't think you can just hit home runs right off the bat. But, you know, they have <laughs> done things. But they have done the, uh, what's the pass, the monthly pass you can buy. Where you yeah. can then come in. That's something different. They've done the micro brews. They brought they brought in the party patio out in right field. I mean, what do you want? Tide pod night? Like, how's this? No, I'm just you know, I I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I, maybe I, because I don't know, I can't really drop X and like. watch a game, kids. Uh, <laughs> maybe I just want more. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe a DJ. We've got medical marijuana night on oh, 420. Look, look, we'll see DJ at the medical marijuana. I think though, tonight. You know what beer? What beer though did for baseball? In the fifties and sixties, I think marijuana can do for baseball. Watch some ball in the next generation. With think some about claw, it. white claw night this mm. fall. What What do you want to do when you're like, especially when the weather's nice? You just want to sit outside and just enjoy what's in front of you. So, what product better to combine that with? Nobody marijuana would, and baseball. Nobody Three and would, a half hours of you just chilling, like, damn man, that's dope. Great nobody would complain out. about pace of play anymore. No, they would not. I'd be good. See? So what beer did for baseball in its heyday, it could be the resurrection for this industry, for this sport. I mean, beer started this organization. Yes. But think of if you did a, an If Anhe- it wasn't for beer, there isn't St. Louis Cardinals. An Anheuser-Busch-infused uh, THC drink, then all the players throughout. Oh, throughout oh, you got it so excited. So it's like very a, excited. going on a date with Travis. Yeah. Yeah. All the MLB players with the last name Green, their jersey sales go through the roof. Nice. I can see where this is gonna yes. where this is gonna go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? If you're talking medical marijuana, especially, 
you know, at some point, BJC is going to get involved. BJC, major sponsor. Please, they're probably already with, dumping money. In what I'm yeah. saying, like I say, so it, I'm, look, do a medical I think I just figured out how He's to. Pretty, he, Travis thinks that medical marijuana means the hospitals grow it. Yeah. No, no, but, but that'd be a funny have premise. To get a prescription. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, but I'm saying that yeah, why wouldn't hospitals grow it though? Well, why wouldn't they grow penicillin? Like they don't make it. They can. The, the, you don't think the you don't think the no hospitals they, hospitals are big where you companies. You don't think hospitals and companies. big farm are in bed with each other? Well, they are, they but one one other. sells to it. One's a distributor. No, no, they're the one and the same. That's no, why. <laughs> I mean, the doctors and Big Pharma are in cahoots. But Pfizer doesn't own BJC. Right. But corruption corruption is corruption. But we're not talking about the grand scheme. There there are issues with health care, most certainly, Travis. But this is a simple idea. This is not a. (laughs) What did you smoke before you came in here? Okay. Where did that look back? Buds at Bush night. Pfizer BJC. Sorry. Might as well. I just picked I in Travis's head there was a guy <laughs> with a stethoscope out tending to the weed fields. Let me check out. <laughs> you you checking, can smoke. Checking up on things. This okay. is good. This is a good strain. Grew this, but I grew think, this myself. I think I just figured out how to save uh, tendons in baseball. I think I should really pitch this. Tom Brown's got buds at Bush Night, weed and Budweiser. Oh, that's nice. I mean, look, so what are the so we already know. Denver has it, so the Rockies would have it. California teams would have it. California teams would have it. They got the Dodgers out there. Is it Michigan? Michigan would have, have it, so the do, Tigers could have it. Do you have to do edible night so the kids aren't affected? You get three. T- you get actually, Or you can make edibles for the kids. You get Seattle, so you get the Mariners. Like a mocktail. I like mm-hmm. this. So the kids could have like the gummy edibles. Cubs, Those White Sox. gummy bears, right. Oh, this could put pressure on the look. If you took the oh god, the Cubs, you got Cubs, White Bears, they would have gummy Cubs. So you got the you got major markets in Chicago because Illinois wreck and medical. Same with California, so you get the Anaheim Angels, Dodgers, and Giants. Mm -hmm. And we've fallen behind in this state, haven't we? Oh God, have we ever? Seattle got the Mariners. You got the Tigers. I think it's a me- is it medical in Texas or no? Mm. I don't I don't I don't, I don't think but so. you, I mean sh- <laughs> all you have to I, do I thought you got the uh, updated list each week. Get then you got to get the get New York involved, which would be du- tough. But uh, you get the Mets and Yankees. Hello, we're in ball game now. DC Nats. It's possible. Hmm. It's an opportunity. Look, if you're truly looking for a look, and my here's my thing. <laughs> I, I thought we were here. We could just have a doctor writing prescriptions as you enter. The we game. could. <laughs> I mean, let's what's be your name? Here that's, you go. That's how it's gonna technically work, right? Mm-hmm. Well, a doctor hands you pills. He's not a pharmacist, but he can give you pills. That's no. Just can't. like how with a doctor with. Oh man, oh Chris. A doctor can't though. Chris, we. That's how it would work. Like no. when my doctor writes a prescription, I go to the pharmacy and mm-hmm. pick it up. But sometimes, I've seen in the movies where they be like, oh, man, Chris, you need to take a couple of these. You'll Did be you good. Do you have, like, Dr. Spichemin from 30 Rock? Who's <laughs> yeah. your doctor? Answer the question. <laughs> I what, what, And Goodfellas, right? When he comes into the hospital, checks up on his brother, doctor's like, what happened to you? He was like, I was always in a car accident. He's like, well, here, here's a couple pills. That's how it works, right? But, but, well, Tylenol or Aleve or there something like that. There you go. Like See, oh, but oh, she's different. not a pharmacist. That, he, okay. Yeah, but those don't require a prescription. Says who? Who, who made that decision? 
That's you're right. Tell me Pfizer, BJC. Or that is. Like there that. you go. I answered it. <laughs> because that's not a thing. It is. <laughs> Gardner, I would expect better out of you. Okay. I expect so much better out I'm of sure you. I'm sure you seem to have a great mm-hmm. command of how the healthcare oh my God, companies Gardner. work. Man, just look at hospitals. You've, you've changed, man. You've changed. And you've how changed, long? man. Used to be about the movement, about the theories. Now you're just the. You're a, you're a you're a card puncher. So we've solved it. MLB will team up with the marijuana industry, recreational I'm and p- medical. I'm for this, Travis. I am for it. I just too. don't think you know. Yeah, no, I probably need to educate myself a little bit more on the details. Okay, I'll do a little That's bit more research. I'll do a little bit more reading. Can you, I'm with you here. Can you give us a PSA on, on maybe it. why you need to, to pay attention to things and I'll maybe you're sorry to the general public? Oh, yeah, and, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there you go. Look, I should probably do a little bit more reading, a little bit more research. Forgive me. Okay. Marijuana at the ballpark, though. Yeah. I'm for it. Will, I know, I Will love, O'Donnell, this buds for you. Ah, uh, yeah. I do love that we have staff writers commenting on the. Uh, I I think you have to. Birds on the bongs, black <laughs> black sheep. But here's and here's the and, and I'll be curious. I'd be curious to see if if there was serious pushback. You think there would be pushback? If if and I know the first person out the door usually gets punched in the face, but I'm curious. Do you think that if someone unlike myself, actually did the tangible research, showed the numbers, provided some serious facts. Do you think for another revenue stream or an opportunity to increase attendance that these Major League Baseball owners would consider it? It would have to be probably an edible thing. I agree. Because they don't, they, they wouldn't want people smoking in, this, in the ballpark. And they probably would. I, I there's been, a way to do it. I there. Well, I've been able to sneak one here and there when I've been down there. Sure, like in the park. And they probably uh, they probably know that too. They're not idiots. There's nothing you can do about that. You don't know. You know. They're they're not. But they have like sections that you have. To, so like right. So if it's a marijuana night, you don't want to necessarily kick everyone out of the park to go smoke. Right. Um. So you probably would want to do something edible wise. Right. Because then it. Maybe bring Willie's cookies back. Yeah. Or Willie's cookies. Oh. Are they still there? They might be. So we could do that with a little extra. Do an edible for like an adult edible and then one for the children as well. Oh, Jesus. Those are just cookies. Okay, wait. Oh, boy. The the gummy bears. That's the only pushback I see. Black Sheep wants wants them to give out one hitters after the first hit. (laughs) That would be good. I like that. Uh, I only see the family, the family. And look, the Cardinals specifically come to mind. Baddies. They're very, the Cardinals are a very conservative organization. They, like, they are Christian Knight. They are Dorothy Light. They are, they are, they do not care for the, the, the hippity hop. Hey, they and, do like and, green though. They make a little dough. Can you make, like that night you would get like <sighs> a dugout. Maybe I'll draw the line on the sand there. You would a get a one out. hitter and a dugout, a baddie and a dugout. I love that. But it's shaped like the dugout, dugout. at the Bush Stadium. Stadium. I think it's a and brilliant all, idea. So like, I think it is. The I, giveaway is fantastic. I just don't think. I think the Cardinals and I think right now the Oh, they haven't had Sterling K. Brown night at the ballpark. That's yet. also a problem. What about That's Ty- really a Tyron Woodley throwing a pitch? Uh, I, I think, think Tyron, yeah, I think he did this year, in fact. But yeah, still got to get Sterling K over there. I agree. I'm just like I said. I'm just throwing out ideas. You know, I'm a. I'm in my mid 30s. 
I like going out. I like still being entertained. I like fellowship. I'm just curious that the Cardinals are creating that kind of environment right now for their fan base. And there may be a reason behind fan apathy these days. Like walk-up songs would be like Ben Harper, Bob Marley for this game. I think to be honest with you, I think there is a the old guard versus new guard in regards to Cardinal fan base. I think there's, there's a strong contingency of the fan base that's like, shut up about Carlos's blue hair. So what? We signed a black right fielder. Like, it's there, but you know what I'm saying? And then there's the other ones like, oh boy, where is Dexter's wife from? Oh boy. That's a, how many cuss words in that song he's walking up to the plate with? That's a lot of tattoos on that Latin player's arm. Those are the combating fan bases right now. And I think that it's creating this, this country's very divided right now. And I think it's a, a generational thing. And I think it's pulling the fan base apart. You have to admit, playoffs, people really didn't care. Oh, I had fun. I got to sit in a suite. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Elite song. Who were you with? Yeah, who were you with? Uh, my friend Greg Amzinger. Oh, okay. interesting. And his family. So out. had a good time. How that works. Uh, you know where you're going to have Goodman a good time? John Goodman was in there. Okay. Uh, this Thursday, happiest hour. We're doing the Christmas sweater comedy show. Nice. Going to be a hell of Holiday a time. Holiday sweater. <laughs> Jeremy Hoeg's going to kick it off. He's going to do a guest spot. Our friends Emily Hickner, Meredith Hopping, and Kenny Kynes are going to close it out. Gateway Pet Guardians, young professionals will be there with the dog Monitor, who might have a sweater of his own. Come out, have a good time. Get there early. Buzz's Hawaiian Grill is going to be serving up food. Dollar to five dollar menu. It was amazing last time. Come out, enjoy some Christmas-themed cocktails. Jack lives here. I thought Gardner would correct me and say holiday theme cocktail. Oh, uh, from I was Jack Daniels for that. as we present those uh, to you each and every Thursday. Schlafly specials, and again, Christmas sweater comedy show. Get here early at Sophie's, thirty-two twenty-four Locusts, the second floor of our building where we broadcast from every morning, right here in Grand Center. Going to be a hell of a show, but do get there early, get some food, come have some fun. We're going to give away prizes for best audience sweaters, dress ridiculous, have some fun. We have somebody wearing. Uh, I believe it's a reindeer onesie, so I'm excited about that. Oh, so dear. should be a fun time. They're going to have antlers? I don't know. You'll have to check. You'll be the, there checking for antlers at the door. Antlers. Mm-hmm. Lur's a name. Antlers, also My super antlers. dorky group of guys at Mizzou. Uh, what else do we have? We're going to take a break. We're going to get Angela Smith in on the other side. Gardner needs a menthol. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't yet, check out the YouTube stream. Subscribe there. Or if you're watching on Facebook, hit share. Share the love, everybody. We'll be right back.